I was not prepared. I thought I was ready to start, but I'm not. Are you? Well, that's where I'm never ready to start. I always ex- expect you to be the professional one. Yeah, but if you ask any lady, you're always ready to finish. Yeah, well. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Welcome to the smoke God pit. fucking A. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, so... <laughs> I think that's kind of a leading in today's topic yeah. about how guys bust each other's balls. Yeah, for sure. Um, so before we get into that, this is episode three, season two wah, wah, wah. of The Smoke Pit. You got myself, the host, Dan Sharp, Marine Corps Infantry veteran of like 27 deployments. <laughs> like, it's just too many. Upwards of 40, yeah. Yeah, just multiple theaters. Yep. My co-host, Mike Sensi. <laughs> uh, active duty Navy, always tired, always horny. <laughs> yep. And our executive producer, uh, who is known as EP Mike, to avoid confusion, he's just kind of a douche. Yeah, for sure. Like, for I sure. mean, he's like the little brother that we have to love mm-hmm. legally. Yeah. But, I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> if, if he wasn't our legal, uh, little brother, yeah, like he's like the kid you beat up for your little brother. Absolutely. Yeah, to show him how to beat people up. Yeah, yeah but if you look at like the, the fridge that we have in the studio, like there's one of those photo booth pictures of all three of us. There is, yeah. And he looks adorable. He does look adorable. It's a good, that was a good outing. Yeah. A, a nice company outing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we went to the arcade. <laughs> That's right. And spent like $60 and walked away with like three airhead candies. Worth it. Always worth it. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I have our guest today, Lindsay. Would you please tell us uh, just a little bit about yourself? My name's Lindsay. I've been in the Navy for mm, too long now. There you go, man. <laughs> um, I'm a master at arms, and that's pretty much all there is to it. Boom. Yeah, so just like uh, on our, what was it, fist fights and diarrhea? No, it's Hawaii Five-0. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hawaii Five-0, we had um, the third mic yeah, yeah. on the show. Yeah, goddamn mics. Who, who was uh, also an MA. and. Yep. As we, we always seek to do, uh, expand a little bit on everybody's uh, understanding of the military and different jobs and such. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So back to what I was saying about how <laughs> <laughs> guys treat each other like shit. Sure. In my experience, uh, all the girls in the military that I've come across, well, most, you know, they all just want to be treated like one of the guys, you know? Right, of course. But true equality means everybody gets it the same way. 100%, yes. If you, in my opinion, if you treat women the way that we actually treat each other yeah it wouldn't go so well no, absolutely not because like i came over to your house to like help you move <laughs> yeah and you're like hey look at this piece of shit literally i opened the door I was like look at this bag of shit <laughs> <laughs> and dan looked notably offended <laughs> and i was just like wow yeah like i mean he's not wrong right yeah yeah but just like the goal to say it out loud <laughs> off the cuff <laughs> yeah right up front and so like imagine that you know like Lindsay gets to to, to the recording area and I'm like look at this piece of shit <laughs> exactly yeah it's like <laughs> i don't like know dog shit yeah, exactly good get in here you bag of shit yeah you're like a little sister that we should beat up <laughs> <laughs> yeah you nerd yeah so i don't i don't think that's an accurate statement that you should just treat them like one of the guys because we're not very good to each other no i hate all people yeah and nor to ourselves it's true right yeah i poisoned myself with this alcohol exactly well, the only compromise, though, is that it is filled with delicious and healthy Strike Force energy. Now available in Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> Use promo code SMOKEPIT. Yay. Yeah, because you can literally put it in your beer, and so you can get hyped when you get yeah. drunk so you don't lose fights like Ivor. <laughs> he's going to love that. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't listened to it yet? Uh, I think he's listened to those episodes. Anytime I like tag him and stuff or yeah. tell him, I'm like, uh, I told this story, and he's like, oh, that was so much fun. I don't know if he listens. I think he just likes the stories. <laughs> yeah, that's like when you send somebody a video, and it's like 57 seconds long, but they reply LOL after I'd, like 12 seconds. I feel like you're talking to me directly. And yeah, you me. and EP Mike. Yeah, I, to be fair, you send me a lot of shit. <laughs> I don't have time I in the day. I only sent you like 12 memes today. Yeah, well, even memes, like you send me like two and three at a time, either ones you're making and tweaking or ones yeah. you found funny, and I just, and there's so many <laughs> yeah but to be fair yeah 
Man, you left me hanging there. Yeah, to be fair. Sorry. Yeah, I, I wasn't ready for that. Yeah. Um, you you definitely post some of them on your story occasionally. And it's always like a little boost in my ego. Yeah, for sure. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You got good shit. So, back to our guests. Uh, do you feel like you are treated like one of the boys? No, I don't. Mm. Most of the time. Nobody Could really. Could you please speak into the mic, <laughs> you sack of shit? <laughs> Nobody censors themselves around me but no one also really makes a lot of effort to make me feel included oh, okay okay there's a lot more females at the command i'm at right now but when i was stationed in san diego it was pretty much all males probably 25 males in my section alone and Oof, that sounds two. like a good time yeah yeah, yeah it was pick <laughs> <laughs> oh! of the litter exactly yeah Gotta keep my options open. Right? That's, right. That's what I'm saying. So you if know? you if you could tell them all one thing, like to help you feel more included, what do you think that they're missing out on? Well, I'm also kind of a dirty, perverted old man. Oh, there we go. So okay. I feel yeah. like they're missing out on some really <laughs> some fire jokes. Really yeah. Fire jokes. <laughs> some dirty memes I have just waiting to be shared with the world. So oh my god, send them to I me. I was about to say, are these women you're talking about? <laughs> because it, you should be able to share dirty memes no matter what. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I, I don't. Them. I don't like these people. <laughs> <laughs> Neither do I. Yeah. <laughs> so we um almost lost my phone there. Yeah, and there it goes. Yeah, and there it goes, because I am lost without my notes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> no, bullshit! I am funny and witty and hilarious, he's, and y'all can suck it. For those not <laughs> watching the video, he's profusely sweating. He's floundering, really. Yeah, it's uh, now, EP Mike. Get the fuck away from me! <laughs> Jesus, he's over anything to, to like, get anything me? to get in the show. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. Um, if you want EP Mike to have his own uh, show, <laughs> we were thinking about calling it the uh, the Speakeasy, mm-hmm. where he sits around in a smoking robe. Like you have real idea. Like this is not bullshit. Or no, this is hundred percent true. His idea. Uh, he'd be in a robe with cigars and an old record player, talking about uh, obscure World War II things. Mm-hmm. Mm, yes. If you want that show, please write in. Yeah. And with let us with know. pen and paper. <laughs> yes. <laughs> PO Box nineteen oh three, Chesapeake, Virginia. There Address you go. it to Pop Smoke. Um, or if you just want to send us uh, weird fan mail or yeah. dildos or whatever. Yeah, I mean, the thing you're holding in your hand was a gift from a fan. So. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. But I absolutely love the fucking memes that we get based yeah. on the show. Yeah, more memes, please. Yeah, more memes, please. Okay, so now that we, we shot the shit for a little bit, <laughs> time to get serious. Uh, all right. If you're like me and you're pretty much on the verge of suicide most days, go ahead and take 25, uh, 20 seconds to go ahead and unload that round from the chamber, put it in a safe place. Mm-hmm. All right, and if you, you know if you haven't done it by now, you're clearly exactly, not proficient yeah. with the weapon. You shouldn't have it, <laughs> so you should probably surrender it to your your nearest authority, exactly, or actually get some fucking training with it. True, because that's a good point. We were talking about that earlier mm. about like, uh, would you rather have like a comic, uh, like a comically funny ding noise when you wink, or have like a comically funny gun noise whenever you point finger guns? I said gun noise. Because I finger gun all the time. I'm constantly fingering people. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm super charming, so I wink a lot. Right. So yeah. I would go with the ding. Yeah. What about you, Lindsay? <laughs> oh, definitely the ding. Yeah. Oh, what? I wink See? all the time, especially when I'm being perverted. Bunch oh, of yeah. dinglings oh, over yeah. here. <laughs> <laughs> but then, and that, and then, in that aspect, it's not just the fact that I, I feel like any person with any sort of sense of humor would clearly choose the ding. Right. Mm-hmm. Unless they, you know, were rabid in the mind from syphilis. Dan loves the ding. <laughs> <laughs> Much like Edgar Allan Poe. That's right. <laughs> And how, how, how many uh, how many tattoos you got over there? I have no idea. Mm. I don't keep count. Why? Mm. Why? Mm. I feel like this is about to be a joke. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of uh, drawing parallels between you and Edgar Allan Poe. Oh, oh, okay. Um, 
I, I don't know. Both going to die face down in a ditch with rabies and syphilis. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he's a hero of mine, so I'm fine with that. Exactly. (laughs) But, you know, like, you'd be, you know, at 7-Eleven or somewhere random, and then you do, like, your finger gun noise, and then some fucking threeper with a $3,000 Kimber is going to draw down on you. Yeah, it's a Super Bowl. But, I mean, I've lived long (laughs) enough, and while I'm bleeding out from my sucking chest wound, I would just, like, point at the EMT be, (laughs) (laughs) last thing. Yeah, I mean, or then I would shoot him because I'm the only one who carries in the group. You're not the only one. You just carry at times I'm not carrying, which is bizarre. I carry most times. I'm not carrying now. Yeah, EP no. Mike most certainly does not carry No, he, at carry, all. he carries that monster dick with him. That's about it. He's like, oh, just carry my K98. I'm like, you cannot take a World War II rifle yeah. to, like, what is this, Texas? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> my birth state. <laughs> I feel something's on the horizon. Time to fix bayonets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, the idea that, like, you know, you don't need a $3,000 weapon. You need, you know, maybe a $400 weapon and $2,600 with the training. Agreed. Okay. Back to the series. <laughs> yeah, <stuff>. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think uh, most of us have uh, either known somebody personally or through a friend who has killed himself, mm-hmm. and it Absolutely. sucks. Yeah. Technically, you're supposed to say that they suicided because, or, like, yeah, they're, they're trying to turn that into a verb now. I don't right. know why. Like, it's, it's, when I it was in 2011, it was a successful suicide, which yeah. is what you wanted to say, which is weird to me. But yeah. Yeah, in 2016, they're like he suicided yeah. instead of committed suicide. Yeah. Which is super fucking weird, you know. Yeah, it's a weird word. However, comma, pause for effect, Mm. it sucks. And uh, Mike and I have both, uh, I think we've both talked about this either on the podcast or through our social media, which if you're not following us on Instagram, correct yourself. (laughs) And so we brought Lindsay on, who's actually got a a really powerful story. And so uh, drum roll, please, all our listeners. If you're not doing this, fuck you. (laughs) I was going to. She's about to bear her heart. Yeah, exactly. What I have left of it. (laughs) That's right. That's right. All right. So I'll I'll let you take it away from here. Basically, one day I was just having a casual conversation with one of my old friends from back in the day, early Navy days. Um, I just moved here and he was upset about something. He had found out about himself and I was trying to talk him down from it. And he was just going into this rant about how depressed he is, how he hasn't felt like himself in years. And I kind of noticed it the last week, like he would put himself down a lot he would send me pictures as a friend to like validate like do i look okay does this look good how do i look well that sounds like me on a daily basis absolutely like a lot of red flags oh yeah like i I send a lot of pictures to mike and i'm like does my butt look okay exactly and like how are my eyebrows and it's his foot (laughs) (laughs) and so please go on well, of course, being who I am, you know, I roasted him, but then... Of course, oh of, course. of course, of course, of course. Because yeah. that, that was our relationship. That's yeah. the point where yeah. he would roast me, too, talking about my cheeks. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and then, you know, and then I kind of noticed, like, maybe he wasn't kidding. He was starting to be serious. Well, and about then, your cheeks? Yeah. <laughs> no, about how, about his appearance, okay. about how he felt about himself. Yeah, because a, a female friend of mine sent me a meme today, and she was like, um, it's all fun and games until like your girl roasts you for real and you're gonna get your feelings hurt i'm like i'm probably better at roasting than any woman i've ever met so she's gonna hurt her own feelings if she comes at me you bow-legged bitch (laughs) (laughs) but mm. anyways yeah yeah. (laughs) he he was just he was different that day and we talked into the night and i knew he just wasn't himself i was super concerned so i stayed up as late as i could talking to him we made plans to go get dinner that sunday and i'm sorry i was expecting take your time yeah absolutely 
I tried texting him several times in the morning. He read it first thing in the morning and didn't, he read it and didn't reply, which isn't like him, at least with me. And um, so being who I am, super anxious, I worry about everything and everyone all the time. Oh, mm-hmm. fuck yeah, I understand So that, yeah. I was harassing him. I reached out to him on every social media outlet I could. And then finally that next morning when I still hadn't heard from him, I messaged his brother because I was concerned. Yeah. I never talked to his brother. Hmm. And his brother got the story from me before he told me and then told me that he had taken his own life that yeah. night. I'm really sorry to hear that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you don't you don't really seem like the type that wants sympathy, but rather the you know, the point of saying the story is just to kind of like educate people on the, the very real possibilities and the, the the fact that it's out there and it's uh it, it's a risk you know because mm-hmm. like uh, it can happen to anybody absolutely and anybody can be put in that circumstance and you know ideations and indicators aren't always 100 percent. right like i i'm very vocal about wanting to kill myself mm-hmm. quite often absolutely <laughs> this entire social media thing is just a big cry for help right right and everybody laughs at me well you have good memes so <laughs> I think good's an understatement, my friend. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right, meme lord. <laughs> well, thank you. I, you're welcome, I appreciate you're welcome. it. And uh, you know, ego. It's all. Yeah, it I, is. Know, I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so you know, it's it's not gonna always gonna be 100. percent Hindsight is 2020. But um, if if you wanted to tell people as far as like what to look out for and you know what things that because yeah, you can't blame yourself for anything because at the end of the day it's always the other person's choice mm-hmm. but like if looking back at it if you had acted differently how would you have done it i would have pushed a lot harder i'm already kind of a pushy person by nature but i would have gotten trying to get more out of him like hey how are you actually feeling like yeah. we, we joke about oh i would love to wake up and just to be my last day on earth but how are you actually feeling right i would have gone over to his house instead of just waiting for him to message me back i could i could go into the what if of what i should have done all day and i'm still in that morning period where i blame myself because there was a period of time last year when i was where he was at and he knew it and one night when i was about to do it to myself he called the cops and basically kind of saved my life yeah. So my mentality was, he saved me. Why couldn't I save him? Well, as, as somebody who's been through that a lot, yeah. it's the first thing you have to acknowledge is, like I said, that the, their decision was their own. And the the entire, at least in, in my opinion, all the times that I've ever saved somebody's life, you never expect to be paid back. Absolutely not. You know, no. that's just something you do. Yeah. That's because... It's instinctual. Because it's what heroes do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And... Um, and if he was willing to go through that for you, that just shows that he really cared more about you than he cared about himself. Mm-hmm. And something that we talk about pretty often is you don't want to put too much pressure on yourself, but there comes a point in time where you have to say, like, whether they died in combat or whether it was an accident or a suicide, like, you have the rest of your life. Yeah. All of us are going to die at some point, you know. Uh, unless the good Lord comes back in a very rapturous way. Right, right. But uh, I'm not going to push that belief on anybody. <laughs> yeah, please don't. <laughs> yeah. And and the, the idea is that none of us are going to get out of this alive. And so we all only have a finite amount of time before uh, Thanos snaps his fingers. Absolutely. And, and we're all out of here. So you got you to gotta make the best with uh, what you have. Mm-hmm. And you're in charge of how you live your life. So if you just want to, like, 
sit on your couch all day ordering DoorDash and cream pie and girls, then that's how you live life. I don't know why <laughs> you're giving away the spoilers in my autobiography, but it's fine. It's <laughs> or, or if you're like me and your life is dope and you do dope shit. Right, right. And, you know, you travel to all these different countries mm-hmm. and cream pie girls there. Um, <laughs> But I digress. Right, right. The, the point being is whatever it is, you live your best life and, you know, you could do that in memory of. And part of the reason why I do the podcast, part of the reason why I do the social media is because, you know, I have had so many friends who have either died in combat or taken their own life. And we actually, uh, we talked about this a little bit, um, I think, over the weekend. But you see the the people who wear, like, the black uh, bracelets, you know. And, yeah, uh, co-host Mike has one on right now. And I, I like the idea. You know, it's a, it's a great way to show tribute and mm-hmm. solidarity. I have two qualms. Yeah. No, we've and, talked about this. Yeah. yeah. And so not to offend anybody who has one. Right, right. Because honestly, if, if you can't, if you're not okay having an uncomfortable conversation, then fuck you. Yeah, exactly. 100%. Like, if you get offended at the slightest little thing, like how dare you? If you even... have a bracelet with a dead person on it yeah. and you get offended by people talking about it, don't wear it. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like, and it's that, like in the fact that you like, oh, it's such a sensitive subject. Yeah. Like you treat that person like they never exist. And I right. think that's even more disrespectful. I agree with that. Like, fuck no, I want to tell stories about my boys and Absolutely. shit, you know? Uh, so the two issues that I have with that is one, where the fuck do I even start? You know, they can only hold like two or three names. Yeah, yeah. I've seen people like four and five, like an insane amount. Yeah, I've seen crazy. people who yeah. have like doubled up on yep. both sides. And yep. I'm like, you you want that much attention? Okay. Well, that's true. That's a lot. Yeah. yeah you can't just get one that just says <laughs> yeah. to like all the fallen or whatever. Sure, yeah, Because if I was going to do that, that's what I would do. Yeah. Well, granted, I, uh, I wrote a, uh, a poem in Afghanistan. It was on my fourth deployment and... Uh, it was for all the people that I have lost. It has nine lines, like a, like a medevac, which fun fact, if you don't know the difference between medevac and Kazovac, you really shouldn't be talking about a lot of things. That's fair. Okay. I mean, just to be fair, um, and just to educate a little bit, uh, medevac is medical personnel doing it. Kazovac mm-hmm. is non-medical personnel doing it. Just whoever's there. Yeah. Yeah. So if tricky or, you know, like a Kaz or an actual medical team comes to take your casualty, it's medevac. If your fucking QRF shows up and they don't even have a doc. It's right. Kazvac. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's laying hate. Yeah. So th- it's a different, but I digress. Right. Uh, so it's got nine lines, like a medevac, and it's on my back. And that's my tribute to, to my friends, you mm-hmm. know? So it, it only really comes in handy when I have a girl over and she sees it and like, oh, you're you're so fucking salty from all Jesus your tours. Christ. No, whatever, I'm kidding. <laughs> whatever dude's taking you in the butt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know if the tear is from the butt sex or from thinking yeah, of the, the poem. memory. Yeah, but so it's like, where the <laughs> fuck do I even begin? Like, because if I put one person's name on there, yeah. like, I, is that disrespectful to everybody else? Right. And, like, some people, like, you know, they they either, like, put it because it was their best friend or they're in similar circumstances mm-hmm. or, you know, and then, so that kind of leads into the second point. There's a lot of people out there that wear bands, I feel like, just for clout. A hundred percent. We were talking about this yeah. uh, at dinner the other day and, like, those... These young Marines and stuff. I haven't seen it, but I've heard about it. Wearing like bands for like Chesty Puller and like Marine Corps icons. I'm like, haze yourself. That's insanity. Yeah. Why would you do that? Yeah. So well, like, yeah. And, and not to speak down on the other branches, but like, you know, some gal in the Air Force, you know, she had a, you know, some Marine that she went to tech school with or whatever. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, saw like three times in her entire life. And yeah. then he dies four years later and she gets a memorial band. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it, really, he was your best friend. Right. Because it's always the case. Like, mm-hmm. oh, like my, my, nine of my best friends died. You had nine best friends? Yeah, exactly. I yeah. have like three and a half people that I like in my life and they're all in this room. <laughs> my best friend is myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so it's like, you know, like really like this or like somebody that you've never even met. Yeah. But yeah. it was just like. Or whatever the case is. So, like, people, like, I feel weird for clout. 100%. And that kind of bothers me as somebody who's actually, like, loaded dead bodies onto a helicopter. Yeah. Like, if you're wearing it just so that way people think you're salty, like, mm-hmm. I want to fight you. 100%. I agree. Yeah. What do you think about that? 
I think it's however however you think you're going to heal best, then just do it. If wearing a band and looking at it reminds you of that person, then do it. Um, I personally can't do that because I can't even look. He, My friend had red hair. I can't even look at a red-headed person right now mm-hmm. without wanting to break down. Yeah. yeah. Um, I do plan on getting a tribute tattoo to him, but... Yeah, yeah. let's go get tattoos. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah. No, yeah. Seriously. no, seriously, like, I've been thinking about it, you know, and I actually have a couple different ideas. Took her coming here? I'm covered. Why, <laughs> why would we not gone and got tattoos? I offered the other day. Did you? Yeah. That that like, oh, no, trunks, I'm just going to this girl. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> and he said it just like that, too. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> fucking idiot. But, like, so, like, like imagine that, though, right? Because your friend was in the military, right? He was. And so some girl that he fucking was in his sister platoon in boot camp mm-hmm. that he maybe said three words to in his entire life, found out that he died, and she's wearing a memorial band for yeah, him. Yeah. Like, how would you feel about that? Oh, I'd be pissed. Yeah, exactly, absolutely. right? I'd be pissed. Yeah. But like, you know, like, you're carrying that around like it's your burden to bear, but mm-hmm. you barely even knew the guy. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, I remember when uh, my buddy uh, Stephen Phillips died, and he was one of my senior Marines, and so there, were, like, there was, like, a big barrier until we deployed, and then we were in the same fire team as Steel Curtain, and we were part of the uh, inner cordon team, which like we'd run out and we'd secure the you know the inner compound. And he was an assaultman, you know, before they got rid of it. It's it's the same MOS that the guy from Terminal Lance is. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't get promoted at all. It's it's very common for infantry marines to get out of their four years as an E three. Yeah. And if you're if you were an assaultman, it was like almost guaranteed. Yeah. Like it, you were just not going to get promoted. And so we'd run in and like I'd set security for him and, you know, he put the charge, twist, pull, pin, boom, you know, charge goes off and then the squad goes in. And so like he and I went through some shit together, you mm-hmm. know, like we got shot at, we got blown up, we got blown up by him. Right. Yeah, of course. <laughs> like, you know, saying he, and that's another thing. Like people act like the dead were perfect. No, this dude fucking rocked me because he yeah. put too much goddamn C4. Yeah, absolutely. mean I didn't love him. Yeah, of you know, course. Just that one instance, he was a dickhead. He's an idiot, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, I remember our company gunnery sergeant fucking chewed him out because he was wearing Oakley boots. And he yeah. was saying like all kinds of hateful shit about it. And, it's, and like, I get it. Like Marine Corps is fucking good. Fucking good. Yeah, yeah, I got it. Yeah. yeah. And so he wasn't supposed to be wearing the Oakleys or whatever because fucking gay. <laughs> and, but then like during the memorial service, like everybody's up there like, yeah, he's my best friend. He was the best guy ever. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, no, he was super introverted. The only reason he and I were friends is because we've spent so much time. Yeah. Like fucking stacked on each other in yeah. combat, you know? hundred mm-hmm. percent. And so like, I'd be like, oh, if, if he was your best friend, what, what do you want to do when he get out? Yeah. Oh, oh uh, no, you didn't know he wanted to go to Embry-Riddle in yeah. Florida. You know, you don't fucking know who his parents are. You don't know who his girlfriend is. Mm-hmm. His mom didn't cry on your shoulder in the memorial service, but he was your best friend and you get a fucking memorial tattoo for him, you know? I was actually just talking about this with uh, uh, our friend Caitlin from She Podcast last night. Yeah, we were talking about stuff. Yeah, she shout podcast. out Caitlin. Yeah. yeah. If you don't listen to She Podcast, you can find them on what, iTunes? Not everywhere, I imagine. Yeah. yeah. I don't, know. I don't work for them. Yeah, I don't work for them. Offline. Offline. Anyway, no, but I was talking to Caitlin about this, um, about a KIA I, I was dealing with. I did his Guardian Angel flight home, and it's it was a, it was a high-vis guy, and so uh, there was going to be, like, VIPs on the ramp and stuff. Yeah. And when I say, I mean, officers and staff and CEOs of all branches came out of the woodwork and, like, pushed people who were uh, his friends and stuff aside just to be in the photo op and stuff, it was ghoulish. It was the worst thing. I, it was the worst thing I've ever seen. Instant hands. A hundred percent. Like if that's legit, my boy and some fucking officer like pushes past me, he's catching instant hands. A hundred percent. And to, uh, it got to the point that one of his teammates who did the guardian angel flight back with us, he goes, Hey, uh, just question. He's like, who can name who's in here? 
and like everybody was just quiet and he's like if you don't know who's in here he's like get the fuck off this aircraft and like a bunch of officers just like shuffled off defeated it was yeah. it was weird yeah i didn't like that yeah uh, no it's, it's upsetting instant fucking hands. it was upsetting man <laughs> i don't like it yeah so i mean that's that that's kind of my like my beef with that but yeah. Um, as we are one to do here, we play devil's advocate. We like to see the whole side of the story. And so I think this would be a perfect opportunity for you to tell uh, me why I should shut the fuck up about your band. <laughs> uh, see, I mean, we talked about a little more at length at dinner, but I, I don't care if people think about my band personally, because this was my friend and he did. My, my band's not even a KIA. Like the KAs I've uh, experienced, I I mean they like were downrange. Yeah, downrange. Yeah, yeah. Um, that they were uh, they were buddies and stuff, but it's never like I held his hand as he bled out kind of shit. That's insane. Um, but yeah, he was he was an RP like me. He'd fucking he'd done a bunch of deployments. He was coming back from his fifth uh, trip from the Middle East. He was about to get out. Fucking and, a. Yeah, and uh, he uh, <clears throat> he was. They had a welcome home party for him back in his hometown of Philadelphia, yeah. and they had a big bonfire, and it was there was something going on with the bonfire, like it was spark, it was getting too big, and like one of his kids was in the way. He went up and he moved his son out of the way, and yeah. there was an explosion, and it burned him in front of his entire family. Just like right then and there, right then and there, he, he survived in a uh, in a hospital induced coma for two days, but then they pulled the plug. And see, like people wouldn't know that. Yeah, hundred percent. Know? And so, like, there's no like rules or regulation on like 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 um like uh, Lindsay was saying, mm-hmm. like however it helps you grieve. Yeah, and, yeah. and the fact that like it was a freak accident yeah. and he was an RP like you, and so like I, I I totally get that. Yeah. And like I had Marines who they got hit by drunk drivers after yeah. their second and third deployment. Yeah. And but for me, it's just like I I don't know I'm fucking I think I'm on the spectrum somewhere. I don't like jewelry, dog tags, <laughs> rings, yeah, just, rings. It's just vanity more than anything. Yeah. <laughs> You know, so like I don't, I don't like wearing things, and uh, so like I don't know, like I think that, like I'd rather get a tattoo than wear like a bracelet. Sure. But at the set, like like you guys said, at the end of the day, it's however the fuck you want to feel. You right. Know, it's yep. America. Do what you want. Yeah. You know? That's right. Yeah. Fucking a. Yeah. So uh, speaking to that aspect, it is America. Do what you want. <laughs> if you don't want to get help, nobody can help you. Hundred percent. However. You should get help. Yes. And your loved ones will encourage you. We will encourage you. A hundred percent. And so, Lindsay, if you could make any recommendations, anybody who's listening that feels like they're struggling, they have ideations, they've possibly even made a plan, like, what would you tell them? Speaking out is extremely terrifying. Yeah. And speaking out to the wrong person can be even worse. But taking that chance and maybe saving yourself is the best thing you can do for yourself. Because life sucks and mm. I personally hate everyone, and I don't want to be here most of the days. Jesus. Yeah. But. There's the door. Yeah. here at this table. But, but it's worth it. There are so many people going through so much worse shit right mm-hmm. now, dying in hospital beds, and mm-hmm. it's just, it's worth it. People would trade to have what you have right now. Just remember that. That's really And good just point. stick it the fuck out. Yeah. And I think um, furthermore to that aspect, um, if you feel like your life is not worth living, then make it worth living. Mm-hmm. You know, the, like I said, the, one of the huge reasons why I do the social media outreach, why I do the veteran uh, nonprofit events, why, you know, we, we do all of this. Uh, you know, every, every single one of us here, we do that because we want somebody else to have a little bit of a burden eased on them. 100%. We want to entertain. We want to educate. We want to inspire. And, you know, so if, you're, if you feel like your life isn't worth living then fucking make it worth living. Right. Go volunteer somewhere. Go to the pet shelter. Go to the soup kitchen. I guarantee you, if you do that shit for a week straight, you'll feel a lot better about your position in mm-hmm. life. Because 
if you just come to life with the aspect that all you do is take, you're yeah. going to feel empty. You're going to feel hollow. You know, if you come to the idea that you want to serve people and that you want to help other people, you want to better other people, then that's when you start to feel filled on your own. Yeah. You know, because like creativity and love are two things that you get more of the more you use. Mm-hmm. And that's what we try to put into this podcast is love and creativity um, and putting that out there. And so the idea that you you continue to put good things out there and maybe you might be a sack of shit like me, mm-hmm. but at least I do good things. Right. At least I try to help people. A positive sack of shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then at the same aspect, you have to also um, find other as- venues in your life that satisfy you because an empty jar cannot pour, right? Right. And so you got to find things that fulfill you. And, and for me, community service and stuff like this is a huge source of emotional strength for me. Yeah. So like, what do you guys do to like recharge your batteries to make you feel better? Uh, me? Uh, personally, I wouldn't recommend this for everybody, but... Oh, uh, God. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, just like drinking and video games, like being alone, like I get lo- like bouts of loneliness. Like I've been single for years and years and years. Like, I mean, you know my story. Yeah. But, and while that sucks in the moment, you're like, That's going to be its own podcast episode. Yeah. And I'm going to need a box of tissues. Yeah, it's, yeah. Can no, but like... Jerking off. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> so horny. And, and uh, <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, no, um, like when those bouts hit me, I'm just like, fuck, and it sucks, but I, I kind of ride that wave because that's how I cope. Um, yeah. I, I'm used to that feeling and I know how to kind of get through that, but yeah, just like drinking, playing video games, being alone, just fucking. I mean, you've made a million memes and you've seen them out there, just like it's like the sad clown. It's like when you come back home from entertaining your friends all night, like yeah. it's fucking draining trying to be the funny guy, entertaining one, like the uplifting and optimistic one, it can take it out of you. So, me honestly, just being isolated and alone. Again, not for everybody, but it is it is my cope. What about you? Annoyingly enough, fitness. I like working out. I'm a <laughs> very <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a very hyper and energetic person by nature, and I also have really bad issues with anxiety and depression. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've noticed going to the gym is kind of it calms me down. Let's all glare at EP Mike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, Dan, yeah, you, no, you went to the gym. Anxiety. You went to the gym once. All right. So no. okay. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. With you, my friend. Yeah, okay? with me exactly. Yeah, yeah with you. Yeah. I go. It may not look like it, but I go plenty <laughs> enough. Which, fair by enough. the way, yeah, um, co-host Mike did take me to the gym. So yeah. if your boy starts to look a little thick during the summer, yeah, yeah, you know why? Because we were doing leg day. That's right. It's all legs. Yep. <laughs> That's all we do. Straight, just targeting the glutes. Just from lifting each other up. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, but I say that you judgmental piece of shit <laughs> because EP Mike has bad anxiety and true, depression. True, true, he does. Yeah, and and it's like one of those things. He's like, oh, I'm like super anxious. I'm like, uh, well, what are we gonna do to fix it? Right, go for a run. Because. Uh, yeah, and, and not poking anything too specifically, but training yourself mentally to also look for solutions to problems that you present yeah. is a big thing. Because there's type of people that they only are like, oh, this is wrong, or this is bad, or this is that. And it's like, and? Right. Yes, and? Right, you yeah, know, the exactly. first rule of improv. Because that's, that's right, all we're yeah. doing is just making this shit up, you know? Yes, anding. Yes, and. And so, like, all right, hey, like, I'm feeling really fucking shitty today, but, like, I'm going to go fucking smoke a joint, or I'm going to go fucking drink a beer, or make mm-hmm. a meme, yeah. or, you know, have unprotected sex. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, and uh, we all glare at co-hosts. Yeah, like, exactly, yeah. And, glare uh, away. You know, so whatever fucking makes you happy. So it's not like the idea of just presenting a problem without a solution is inherently fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. 
present a solution, right, and then have the will to act on that solution. That's that's a really good point. Which yeah. brings us to our next point. If you are in that position where you're feeling uh, down on yourself, you're feeling like you might do something that um, that that other might other people might suffer more than you. Because at the end of the day, like suicide hurts other people more than it hurts you. One hundred percent. Unless you're like really fucking bad at it. Yeah. And like nobody's around <laughs> yeah, and you yeah. just suffer for a while. Yeah, yeah. But most of the time, it's quick bang pop. And you're not around. Everybody else has got to pay the bill. 100%. And it's like the same thing with most things that you do with other people. Like, you know, I hate when these fucking girls are like, oh, like I'm growing into a better person. You know, oh, yeah, the fucking dude you cheated on is the one stuck with the bill on that. You exactly. Know? Yeah. Like, everybody's like, oh, you're so inspirational and fucking, <laughs> yeah. But the do you have names fucking, or? <laughs> yeah, I, have, I, I have one I know or you two. Do. Yeah, yeah, all right. But I digress. Yeah. So if you're in that position where you're like, all right, I got to fucking do something, what would you recommend? Like, how do you will yourself into to doing something? For me, it starts by getting off the couch. It's so easy just to sit there and... And everyone glares at me. <laughs> it's so easy just to sit there and feel sorry for yourself. And everyone glares at me. <laughs> but I had to start doing that because I would do that. And there was points in times where I'd go weeks without... I know this is disgusting or a turn on if you're into that. But there was times where I would go like a week without showering or washing my hair. I'll be in my bunk. <laughs> and Firefly reference. All right. <laughs> And once I started getting to the mentality of I have to get up, I yeah. have to move myself mm-hmm. out of, I live alone, I had to move myself out of my apartment and go do something or I'm not going to make it. Right. I'm just not. And I think anyone who feels like, oh, well, it's just so much easier. Okay, no, the fuck it's not because <laughs> it's so, it's so unfulfilling just to sit there and do nothing with yourself. Yeah. It yeah. really is. And I feel like uh, if, at, if at the end of the day, it's, it's going to be more difficult to do that because every day that you don't go out and do something, whether it be go to the gym or, you know, community outreach or whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. it's like you're getting like another 2.5 pound plate stacked on your chest. Yeah, yes. 100%. And then later on, it's going to be much more difficult to fucking to get up and do things and move and try to help yourself because you let all that shit stack up. Mm-hmm. And so it would be less difficult now to put the effort in now than it would be to try to fucking drag yourself by your fingernails later on, you know? It's true. And so to, to kind of wrap up that segment, because we don't want to be super emo the entire... <laughs> I know, yeah. My yeah. chemical run was just on repeat oh, in my head. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I am not, okay. <laughs> it's my anthem. Yeah. That's and right. so if you wanted to round out this uh, this segment with uh, you know telling our guests you know, one final parting shot, what would that be? 22 a day is definitely 22 too many. True. Check on your friends, veterans or non-veterans. Suicide rates are going up. They're going through the roof. Mm-hmm. And I think with enough effort, it can definitely go back down. I My mentality now since he passed away is I can't save him, but maybe by talking about it and making people aware of it, I can save 10 more lives. 100%. Yeah. yeah. I, I completely agree with that. I do too. So... I heard you got into a fight. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> Common theme on the show is I like to present him with a very simple question, and he acts baffled. I usually am baffled. Um, <laughs> who told you? <laughs> who told you? Yeah. Well, you did. Yeah, shout out Cam for doing this. Um, I love Cam. Uh, but uh, th- it wasn't a fight. I'm going to have to drag the story out because it's not a good one. Um, but pretty much what happened was, what had happened was, we, <laughs> what were, happened was. We, were, yeah, was in 1-3, we were in Okinawa, and... It you was, just got done cream pie girl. Jesus Christ! <laughs> uh, no, uh, I had afterwards. I did, and I think really, yeah, I, I think so. I fucking knew I, well, it. I, was, I think so. I think it's somebody you follow, though. So I fucking knew it. This will be an offline conversation. 
Anyway. We've been trying to become Eskimo brothers for a hot minute, man. Like, not 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 due to me. <laughs> I'm laying landmines all over the place, Dan. It's just your turn stepping one. <laughs> um, you know, I managed to fucking... Uh, I was the only fucking uh, dude who is squad leader in my... I think my entire battalion and mm-hmm. sang in Afghanistan 3-7 who didn't have anyone directly under my charge strike, struck by an ID. Yeah. There was missions I were on that, like, either, like, the lieutenant or, like, a staff sergeant was, like, the platoon command or, like, the, the convoy commander right. or, the you know, the op commander. And, you know, we, we lost dudes that way. But, like, any mission that I was directly the fucking... The, uh, the, the patrol commander for never had a dude hit an ID. Wow. Yeah, and so uh, is that why we're not Eskimo brothers? Yeah, exactly. Because I'm very good at fucking. Let's be honest. The kind of women you sleep with, offline, are great. <laughs> They're the best kind of people. No, I actually know. Uh, I'd probably say thirty or forty. Jesus of them, Christ. So. <laughs> um, and I, I'd probably say like five or six of them are pretty decent. Oh my god. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. We, you have specifically been like, she's the worst. Yeah, on well, a yeah, on a couple, just because personality, not aesthetic. Because they are the worst. They are the worst. Know? That's fair. Like, let's not sugarcoat it. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> so there I'm in Okinawa, about to cream pie, about girl. to cream pie, girl. Yeah, <laughs> just on the verge. <laughs> um, the cusp. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so we're uh, so we're playing. Uh, uh, yeah, so we're playing the other BAS and RP because we're not RPs aren't in the BAS. Uh, and if I look flush, it's not because of the yeah. fires, <laughs> these lights are very yeah. Bright, this lights killing me, and it's starting to come into the summertime. So I'm thinking like we need to either like find a different <laughs> recording location, yeah, yeah. Or build another wall, we'll or, see. or build build the wall. <laughs> Dan's and half of me is offended. By that. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we're in Okinawa. We're playing flag football against another uh, battalion that was there, and. Uh, their sniper corpsman was like this big cocky third class, like 22, 23, prime of his life, fucking small dick, I assume. I don't know. And uh, he can was. Can confirm, can buddy. confirm. That's right. That's a Texas size 10 for. Yep. He, uh, the whole time we were playing, like it was, we're rough. I mean, this dude's playing, you know, flag football. So everyone's hitting each other and stuff a little bit, but it's nothing crazy. And the whole time he's just yeah, like. Because I mean, you, at the end of the day, you're trying to hurt another fucking service hurt, member. 100%. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, fucking remember that, girls, all right? <laughs> if you're fucking dating, a, and boys too, but if you're dating somebody, don't fucking hurt them, especially yeah. if they're a service member. <laughs> like, just be fucking decent. Yeah, all right, let's calm down. <laughs> and, uh... You know what? Uh, so, yeah, <laughs> okay. I'm about to have a fucking rant here, okay? Yeah, this is why no, my stories never get finished. This is becoming a common theme now. I think that's just because you drag it out too much. I don't drag it out. You won't let me finish. And you give me the opportunity to be funny and charming. I don't. So. I don't. It just happens. Because yeah, I you just are. do it yeah. on my own. Yeah, there you go. Nice way to pat yourself, <laughs> yeah. break your arm, jerk yourself too. off. Yeah, <laughs> I'm extraordinary. <laughs> no, but I think it's like some of the fucking worst girls I've ever dated were in the military. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like flat I out, that. I could see that. Like fucking straight up two timing, fucking ghosting, fucking like straight up. <laughs> Our guest is very uncomfortable. Hey, you want to be one of the boys? Just be one of the boys. Yeah, exactly. But, no, yeah. you're absolutely right. Ooh. Yeah, some of the worst girls I've fucking dated <laughs> have been in the military. Okay. And that's, like, the number one bullshit because yeah. so many girls fucking struggle to, like, be either accepted or prove their worth or mm. show that they deserve to be there. Sometimes they have to work twice as hard, you know, as the guy next to them because everybody thinks that they get things handed to them or whatever right, the case right. is. Um, and so if you're, like, one of those girls who, like, legit, like, sleeps with superiors to, like or whatever, or, like, just fucking cheats on your boyfriend or whatever, like, you're setting the movement back yeah. 10 years, yeah, you know what I mean? for sure. And just fucking stop doing it. <laughs> and now a guy's not going to let you off the fucking hook either. No. Like, how about maybe don't fucking, you know, be shitty. <laughs> just as a human being, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I, I kind of feel like that. that is a, a self-fulfilling prophecy. Like, girl hurts boy, 
boy evolves into fuck boy. Hurts girl. I don't know why you're staring directly at me doing this. Because <laughs> <laughs> I said girl hurts boy. Right. And that's your origin story. Yeah, that is. When yeah. We make your short film. My lame, I'm the lamest superhero ever. <laughs> yeah. uh, Willem Dafoe is actually going to be playing a young Mike. <laughs> I, can, I can see that though. <laughs> yeah, I can see it. Yeah. Uh, he's got to do a lot of CGI. <laughs> a young Mike. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And so uh, your origin stories, because uh, I actually do believe there's two points of influence that I can remember. We won't get into it now. Like I said, it's an entire episode. Yeah, it's, it's a whole one. episode, yeah. Um, but yeah, Mike is the way he is because of you hoes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say it that way. These hoes ain't loyal. Yeah, not uh, not notwithstanding with you know present company and good friends that have been on the show. Sure, of course. You know, they they, the, of course, yeah. Yeah, they get the protection bubble. <laughs> That's fair. But yeah, you know, there's a lot of reasons where either a girl or a guy is the way she is because of somebody she dated or he uh, 100%, dated. hundred percent, yeah. You know, absolutely. like he got cheated on, so now he's fucking ruthless. He yeah. went Super Saiyan, you know? Mm. Or, you know, she got fucking cheated on or, you know, abused or whatever the case is. And now she's just like, you know, like, fuck men. Like, either right. I'm going to be alone or I'm just going to get mine, you know? Right. I saw this fucking meme or no, it was a tweet where this dude was <laughs> like, yo, this girl came over and she put her lashes and her pistol on my nightstand. Yeah, I saw you show me that. Yeah. And, and he was funny. like, why the fuck do you have a pistol? She's like, in case I got to clap somebody. Exactly, yeah. And then, like, she got her nut rolled off. Yeah. Like, didn't even let him finish. And then she was gone when he woke up. Yeah. And he's like, women these days ain't shit. <laughs> and then a friend of mine replied to that because, you know, I, I, I sent it around because it was hilarious. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. And I will trade memes if you send me, like, legit memes. Don't send me some eclectic fucking yeah. motocross political <laughs> bullshit, you know? Like, oh, Trump supporters ride these kind of motorbikes because it's made in America. You know what's so funny? Like, fuck Yamaha. <laughs> I, lo- I love when people send me your memes, like, from the Pop Smoke page that I didn't help with. I'm just yep. like, I- okay. <laughs> uh, what am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> oh, because they want you to laugh because they think it's funny? No, no, that can't be it. <laughs> <laughs> See, jaded. <laughs> but so, yeah, if you don't send me shitty memes, like, I'll, I'll, I'll reply with memes of my own. And so I, I sent that to some of my friends, and the girl was like, yeah, that's what guys are like, uh... And I was like, I must have fucking missed that train. Yeah, exactly. Because I almost certainly will put my pistol on the nightstand. Because I feel like it's one of like the most G moves you could fucking do as a, sure. a guy. Like you take a girl, slam her on the bed. You take your pistol and your holster off. You put it on the fucking nightstand before you make love to her. That's how cowboys fucked. Yeah. <laughs> Back when, when people were men. Yeah. <laughs> Women were men. Babies, babies were men. men. Everybody was men. <laughs> they all had cholera. Just a bunch of men fucking each other. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean I think the pistol on the nightstand is a G move that is, I don't yeah. even take my eyelashes off they're no. expensive yeah exactly they stay on yeah. <laughs> yeah, they don't come off for anybody 100% yeah so anyways <laughs> Jesus Christ yeah but point being though is fucking be good to each other there you go yeah thank yeah. you Ellen <laughs> be good to each other yeah yeah uh, can I continue the story yes please. okay I don't even know where I was at must have not been that good of a story. I told you it wasn't. I told you I didn't want to tell the story. No, so you're playing flag football. Okay. And, and this the, yeah, the, dude with the little dick. Yeah, right. He comes at me with a dick. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, so so we're playing, and um, my team makes a play, and my guys run down the field, and the uh, the douchebag he's going to make a play. And we'll call him EP Mike for the we'll story. We'll call him EP Mike for the story. Yeah. So EP Mike's going to make the play. And for those who've played football before, I had like a perfect crack block on him. Like I was in his blind side. If I if I even lowered my shoulder for a second, he'd be in a coma to this day. It was the most perfect blind side hit I could have had. But again, it's flag football. I'm not a douchebag. I have nothing to prove. So but I did like set a pick. And I even let out like a little yelp, let him know I was there last second, just because it's funny. Wait, wait, how did the yelp go? <laughs> it was like a. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait. Before you say, yeah. I think we should both do yeah, what guess, we think. Yes, yeah. What that, do you think of like, Mike since a yelp was like? <laughs> wait, can I do it now? Okay, ready. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> 
So it was definitely the latter. <laughs> it was. A, it was a, yeah, hers was much more graceful. Exactly. Like, I felt like hers was like a harp. Yeah. And mine was like yeah. a, an electric guitar. Yeah, yours sounded like somebody dropped a harp on you. <laughs> and uh, so it was much more like hers. I was just like, eh. And uh, so, but I set like a basketball pick. I just stood there. But from the angle itself, this dude bumped into me and fell down. Like, that was how good of an angle it was. And so it was embarrassing. Both sidelines were like, ooh, you know. And, um, so after the play was over, he's still laying there and I went over to help him up and he like grabbed my hand and then grabbed like the upper part, like, or my elbow and like pulled me into him as he stood up. And then he put his hands around my throat and it was so quick and so weird. My brain, I was just like, if there's somebody recorded, it looked like the weirdest McMap training video ever because like <laughs> this guy's just Hollywood choking me and I'm just like standing there like, oh, my hands <laughs> to my side. And, um, so he, and he's like pushing me back and my brain is in like football mode. I'm like, oh, it's got to switch to fight mode. So it's like flipping through the pages. Yeah. <laughs> it's like cream pie, cream pie, fat chicks. It's like a fight. There it is. <laughs> and by the time I get there, appendix page you know, 63, <laughs> SpongeBob quote, SpongeBob quote. And, uh, self-deprecating nihilism. <laughs> exactly. That's like 12 chapters. Yeah. yeah that's huge. And, uh, by the time, <laughs> oh my by God. the time I register what's happening, he'd already pushed me back a couple steps to the sidelines and there was like a tire, like for working out. And he pushed me into the tire. So now I'm just like helpless in Navy PT gear, the goofiest of all PT oh. gears, just sitting in this tire, <laughs> defeated and deflated. Wait, you were like and, uh, in it like an inner tube? Yeah, yeah. Like wow. a lazy river. Yeah. <laughs> and, did you uh, let out another yelp? I did. <laughs> it was more like yours, though. It was like a, it was like a help yelp. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so by that time, every <laughs> all of my docs had seen what was going on. And they're like, RP is in trouble. And it was, I mean, sidelines cleared. There's... Uh, my buddy Esco is this big wait, fucking wait, wait, cocky Was that you clapping the cheeks That was later? me clapping cheeks. That's right, yeah. Okay, while the fight was going on? Yeah, I'm horny all the time. <laughs> I slip out of fights to slip into people, yeah. Yeah, oh my God, that's <laughs> fucking brilliant. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so everybody's fighting for your honor. Yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, wow, it looks rowdy over there. Um, She's so, like, what was that? You're like, no, just get back to what you're doing. And so, uh, yeah, so punch being thrown. People are getting cleared up and stuff. And my buddy Esco is this big cocky farmer motherfucker from Indiana also. Yeah. He's actually a firefighter now. And he uh, he's like laying blows on this guy. He's like, oh, fuck. He's like yelling in my honor. He's like, RP's in trouble. Like, <laughs> it was really funny. And so, uh, <laughs> he, so he's laying in this guy. And then finally everybody separates and stuff. And I actually go shake his hand after the, uh, the game's over because both of our chiefs made us. And uh, I had no ill will. I was just confused. I thought the whole thing was really funny. And um, I shook his hand. He was like, he was like, <laughs> it was just how douchey he was. He goes, are you okay? And I was like, me? I was like, are you okay, princess? Like, you started a brawl because of your ego. And then he was like, ooh, whatever. And um, it was actually funny after that, uh, Esco, the big farmer dude who landed those blows, my HM1 was like, let's, let's fuck with Esco. And we're like, okay. And he's like, what we're going to do is we're going to have Mean Chief in the office. And we're going to call him in and say that that sailor's pressing tar- charges because you grabbed his dick. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was in I was in there on the couch, and it was the HM1. It was the chief. We were very bored in Okinawa. <laughs> and so we uh, we brought him in. Wait, he, what the couch look like? The casting couch. Oh, 100%. 100%. Okay. That's what I pictured. And uh, so I'm sitting, sitting on it. Yeah, <laughs> I caused it. I mean, and, I've uh, pictured that many times <laughs> unrelated to this story. So I'm glad to see that it was for a reason. It's full circle. Yeah. And uh, so I'm sitting there. And so everybody had to clear because everybody's laughing. So like even the surgeon, we made the lieutenant leave. We're like, sir, get the fuck out. We're playing a joke. <laughs> sir, with all due respect. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Get the fuck out. And so I'm sitting on the couch. I'm like looking disheveled. And uh, Esco, <laughs> poor Esco, he was in like Bravo Company. Bravo Charlie. So he was out with the line doing stuff. Came back in, literally had his rifle. And he's like, yes, Agent One, like panting. He's like, he's like, get in here. And uh, he goes in, he looks at me, he's like, he's like, RP2, what's going on? I was like, I don't know, bro. And I was like trying so hard not to laugh. 
And then uh, he walks in there and he's like, he's like, yes, Agent One. He's like, so um, he's like uh, about the, uh, the little scuff earlier. And like Chief Cam, the guy who started this whole story, he's in the corner. He's like losing it already. <laughs> he's already yeah. cracking. And uh, he's like, he's like, yeah, the, that sailor um, that uh, went at RP, he's pressing charges because he said you grabbed his dick during that fight. And then Esco <laughs> was just like, why don't he goes, H1, that's impossible. And he's like, he's like, well, that's what he said. He's like, that's impossible because I was punching him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> And so then everybody broke down. It was good. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's what the Navy does. <laughs> oh, so it was it was two Navy platoons. Yeah, so it was the BAS. Okay, because I just imagine like a bunch of green on green, and then you and yellow on yeah, blue and yeah, being just, pushed in the tire. Yeah. <laughs> Me just bopping around. Everybody having a good time. Like throwing candy. And and like, yeah. <laughs> RP's in trouble. RP's in trouble. Yeah, and the fight breaks. Just up. a bunch of silkies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> silkies flying everywhere. Yeah, because that's what penis is flapping silkies like this. Hundred you know, percent. Just, just the, the motion you made. I always. <laughs> I always cut out the lining in my silkies. Just oh, of course, to, yeah, you of course, to. you have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was it. That's the whole story. Mm. Yeah, mm. you happy? You satisfied? So about this girl. Oh my god. So well, <clears throat> with her. Um, wait, wait, wait. Allegedly. Allegedly, of course. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, that's something I forgot to to mention. What's that? Apparently, shit I say in this podcast has been used against me. A hundred in conversation. So we just did another podcast before this one, right? Yeah. Yeah, and. Uh, yeah, uh, he got Dan the, got called out. <laughs> the Pilf podcast, yeah, right? The podcast I'd like to fuck. Yeah, yeah. And, we got uh, some deep shit on that one. Yep, and so make sure you guys check that out yeah. as well. The Pilf podcast. Yep. <laughs> and so yeah, apparently uh, she had uh, issues with my uh, definition of what constitutes an old lady, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. I said forty five, and I stand by that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, old as in to what? To hooking up with, or just like old for the earth? Just old for the earth. 45 is old for the earth. Women age like avocados. And I get that. Yeah. But I fucking love avocados. You're 48. <laughs> Not rotten ones. I love avocados. Are you, are you like one of those fucking freaks that eats like the fucking brown avocados? In season, out of season. It's avocado season. Just rub it all over your dick. For whatever poor Is that not how guacamole's made? <laughs> <laughs> you can't make guacamole without fucking a few old women. <laughs> all right. So, to put you back on the hot seat. Yeah, let her talk. What is the oldest dude you've ever fucked? Jesus. Ooh. I'm pretty sure he listens to this podcast, too. Does he really? Really? Yeah. That is the greatest thing I've ever heard. That's fantastic, yeah. yeah. He's about... I hope my dad never listens. He's about 35. Okay. 35, okay. Maybe well, 45. Well, how old are you, though? How old am I? Yeah. How old do I look? Uh, 18. Oh, so well, like a fresh avocado. That's correct, yes. I'm 23. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so he's a good bit older you, than me. You, you transferred bases, so military math in my head. Just probably, she's probably 23. I just didn't want to overshoot because yeah. she could beat me up. So <laughs> I can't run that risk. Yeah. And much like shot. exactly, yeah. And much like Spike from Cowboy Bebop, mm-hmm. it said, "I like the kind of woman who can kick my ass." Hell yeah, bro! What an insane <laughs> reference. <laughs> it was a fucking dope. That was good. Yeah. Yeah. So he's 35 or 45, kind of a big window. Yeah. He was a former Marine too. Marines are awesome. Yeah. Some of them, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he was... A hmm. few of them. Some of them. <laughs> Simper few. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fair. So he was 35 or 45. And listens to this podcast, more, most, most importantly. Podcast. Most importantly. Yeah. I so, have to go back and look. I'm pretty sure he does. Hell yeah. Uh, so do you have a nickname for him that we can refer to him as? Yeah. How is he saved in your phone if he is? Yeah. Oh, he's... Okay. He is not saved in my phone. Ooh. Look. Ooh. No girl... 
No girl saves a guy who she knows she's just going to hook up with for that one time in her phone. Or if she does, she saves it with, like, what she thinks his first name is right. and then the little Tinder fire emoji. 100%. So I, This is all in fucking news to me. <laughs> so I know a lot of people who have me on their phone is Mike, uh, quotation, Tinder, because that's just how they know me. I know three girls who have disappointment in parentheses next to you. That's fair. Yeah. To clarify, because that's Mike. because Including they dip. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> drama. <laughs> yeah, drama. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, that's fair. <laughs> uh, but yeah, a lot of people. She is right though. If like you don't intend on seeing this person ever again, there was like a nickname or something. So is he saved under Tinder or is just not saved at all? He's just not saved at all. Mm, that's sad. The rest of them are saved under Tinder and the little fire emoji. The rest of them? <laughs> How big is this stable? <laughs> I accidentally called one of them the other day, too. Ooh, that ooh. was embarrassing. How'd that go? Um, not super fucking well. <laughs> 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 Especially because he, he was a guy from, like, like when I first downloaded Tinder, like the good old days right. when I was yeah. a little... Oh, like when we first matched? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we did. When you had to log in with your MySpace. Yeah. Like, well, I Like, every female we've ever had on this podcast is because one of us matched with her on Tinder. I'm totally full of shit. I was about to say, I was like, I run through the roster. Well, I was like, I don't think it's true I at all. I got banned from Tinder now, so it's not you like... You got banned from Tinder? I got banned from Tinder. How do you get banned we'll, from We'll come Tinder? back for that in just a second. <laughs> yeah, I just yeah. want to make it known yeah. that uh, Miss New York, Patty Gomez, is probably yeah. on her way to beat my ass right now. <laughs> she actually just sent me a picture of herself with that uh, male fucking uh, filter on. She looks hideous. <laughs> as I a said dude. the opposite. Yeah. I was just like, I think I'm gay now. Yeah, yeah no, she yeah. looks hideous. I thought you were going to say she had like the Thanos Patty, you look terrible. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> She's come over to fucking end me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Patty don't play no shit. She does not. Patty will kill all of us. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Uh, so how'd you get banned from Tinder? <laughs> How did I get banned from Tinder? Yes. Well, um... I she's so loud. I do too, yeah. yeah. Well, you told me to be loud. <laughs> by <laughs> nature, I'm a very loud person, honestly. All right, all right. Anyone, <laughs> this is called my MA voice. Okay. Hey, yeah. Yeah. Oh. But, I feel bad for your neighbors, though. The, yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, or good. Oh, say that again? <laughs> Just one more time for the Just recording. Yeah. Into the microphone. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, no, like, 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 say it like you're strumming a harp, like earlier. Yeah. Oh my god! Hey, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> eh, all right. I, I could work I with it. I have many yeah. octaves. We could play with that all day. But yeah, I am aroused by every noun and verb in that sentence. <laughs> <so> <laughs> moving on, mainly, <laughs> mainly octaves. But yeah, how'd you get banned from Tinder? Honestly, I joke a lot. Um, so it's between two things. <laughs> I don't connect my Instagram to my Tinder Fair. because the first time I've done that. Guys will like follow me on Tinder and then shoot their shots in my DMs on Instagram when I don't match with them on Tinder. Oh, they changed that. Now, if you connect your Instagram, um, it doesn't tell them what your handle is. It just shows them the pictures. Well, they changed it after I got banned. Yeah. Because yeah. I was having that problem. So I didn't connect it. So people, <laughs> people thought I was a fake account, I guess. Yeah. And I got multiple like people reporting me as a fake account. <laughs> Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Like, if I see a girl that I think she's, like she's too pretty to match with me, like I'm gonna report her account. Yeah, like, even if before you even swipe, you just before report you it. Swipe, just report, you know, and then swipe right. She shouldn't be that pretty. Yeah. Because yeah. I actually emailed them to find out why. I was like, well, shit, what did I say to someone? Right. Like, and then I was also like, well, I joke about like expunging or whatever guys a lot, like taking their money for feet pics. I joke about it. I don't uh, actually do it. I mean, probably should. But Slowly I reaches think, for wallet. Yeah, I exactly. think they took it a little bit too literally. <laughs> I have three dollars. Reported me. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay. 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 So that's how you got banned from Tinder. And I'm banned for life. Like my, oh, no shit. my Facebook is banned. My name, like my first and last name, if I connect it, it's 
It's done. I'm okay, done. so we need an alias, right? Yeah, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Make a new one, yeah. If you um, if you know an alias that uh, Lindsay should be using, like I guess you could say like the porn star name. Mm-hmm. Mine is Doctor Delicious. <laughs> mm-hmm. Interesting. Savory. Yeah, savory. savory. Yeah. <laughs> so if you have a, an alternative name that you think Lindsay should use, or if you'd be willing to let her use your cell phone number to log in, mm. yeah, you know, you can just uh, you know DM her the activation code that they text you. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Wow. This That's is, what I was yeah. My friend actually yeah. did offer to do that, and I was like, you know what, dude? I think it's a sign. Right. Is it worth <laughs> being on Tinder? You know, I've, yeah. I've been I have been single for three years with right. no end in sight. So yeah. I guess it's like the universe telling me you're just going to be single forever and your life sucks. Yeah, and like the last, I think, four years, I've officially been in a relationship for like three months, mm-hmm. and it did not go well. Yeah. yeah, yeah no, true. it did not go well. I am. I am. Yeah. I'm recovering. That's fair. You know, yeah. You're doing well. Like, Baby I, steps. I think I'm doing well. One day at a time. Yeah, because you know how you were talking earlier, like, you know, you want to talk to the right people. Like, Mike is not sympathetic when I was going through my shit. No. No, not at all. No, I don't have time for that. Let's hear you sack shit. Yeah, yeah, for real. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, man, like, oh, I can't believe she did this, man. Like, I, you fucking sack of shit. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't quite that harsh. But, I, yeah, no, I pulled no punches. I just, yeah. No, you called me a double sack of shit. Well, quit being a double sack of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Quote of the day. Yeah. <laughs> quit being a double sack of shit. Fair. Okay. Okay. So, uh, to round out this episode, uh, do you have any one or two moments that you feel kind of like really stood out in your career as a master of arms or at arms? Master of arms. <laughs> master of arms. <laughs> Bang. She's in the gym. That's right. Fire <laughs> Um Wow. Mike's just going to be at the, uh, well, she's going to be at the door just baton me. Yeah, I know. 100%. <laughs> How yeah. do you fuck that up? Yeah, exactly. You have one job. I have one that I can talk, I can still legally talk about. Nice. That, <laughs> I that, that I I didn't, uh, I hate this. I'm pretty sure they still tell the story at that command to this day. Yeah. But, uh. It was when I was a new patrol officer. I was a little MA3 peebs or whatever. And uh, that was my nickname. And uh, Wait, wait, peeb? Peebs. Peebs. Peebs, yeah. Why? Well, it has something to do with my last name, but I'm... It's like the last podcast we were on, the host was like, yeah, like my ex used to get off when I'd like squat and pee in his mouth. Yeah, yeah. And so like that was just in my brain now. It was just like... That's permanently in my she brain. She peed yeah. on someone. Yeah. See, I was try- that was my story. <laughs> I was yeah, trying no to cover yeah. that up and now Fuck. you just told the whole world. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. Worst host ever. God. <laughs> but basically this girl was like committing some serious larceny. She was stealing gift cards from the next on base and somehow activating them and then going back to the next and using them so and she wow. did this she did she stole about five thousand dollars i'm pretty sure a whole star card yeah, yeah. yeah. right which is the biggest bullshit <laughs> if you're active duty don't get a fucking star card i have a star card oh my god <laughs> <laughs> like, she I works for star card executives yeah. from star card come on the show yeah oh, that'd be a, that'd be an interesting that'd interview my star card but yeah <laughs> She, uh, well, she got caught doing, well, they already had, like, her picture. They called us because, you know, they needed to arrest her. And we show up, and she's a female, obviously, so I'm a female. So I do the search on her. And I, I thought I searched her pretty well. You know, I got all the nooks and the crannies. Yeah, I was about to say, like, my brain immediately started doing, like, 70s porno music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she had a donk. Mm. She had a big old butt. And I, you know... I got in there as much as I could without get, with what I thought without These lights are really hot. yeah I know without yeah. getting in trouble and uh, I did a pretty good job apparently not because uh, 
it turns out they went and looked back at the video and this girl as soon as i walked out of where i was inspecting her like reaches deep into the crevices of her butt crack and i don't know where she pulls them but she pulls out some cards wow pretty sure she pulled them out of her asshole cha-ching wow. I'm, al- I'm almost oh. you're working with some ass yeah, yeah you bad, bad yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i was like i love you so much Mike. <laughs> And then I got in trouble because they're like, why didn't you look up there? And I'm like, why did, what do you mean, why didn't I look up there? Right, I wasn't yeah. trying to give her like a rusty trombone or whatever. Ooh, like, I, a rusty trombone is something <laughs> very mouth, different. Yeah. There needs to be a penis involved. All well, right, but offline. She could have had a penis. Yeah. But because I didn't search her well enough to <laughs> yeah. actually know. It was in her ass. Apparently, yeah. yeah. And they played, now they play the video to train the other MAs. Like, hey, oh look, my God, look that's what hilarious. MA3 did. Don't do this. That's like, funny. that's not embarrassing at all. Uh, so. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so, in your most honest <laughs> opinion, what do you think about Marines? Oh. I have a no Marine dating policy. Oh. Um, I've had some very bad experience with Marines. Hmm. personally mm-hmm. i and i'm not and it's probably not really fair to speak for every marine and say that they're all the same because i'm sure they're not it's they just are 100 percent of them are i'm, I'm saying it on camera no because I, I get that too because like i've been fucked over by a bunch of females in the military doesn't mean that i'm not going to date one just because of that you know yeah that's true but it's just i don't know it would have it would take a really good marine i think Ooh. And so, everyone glares at Dan. Yeah, I looked over you, but <laughs> there's clearly not a marine over there. Ah, just yeah, yeah I was Mike. looking at EP Mike. Yeah. Furiously massive, <laughs> fully erect, mind you. <laughs> massive dog. Like that's why so much audio gets deleted. I know. Because it just flops, it on it flops on. Yeah. <laughs> you working with some ass? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So to round out the episode, yeah. um, do you have to put your hair in a bun? Yes. You should use combat comb over. You know, you said you would take the wink, but you haven't winked once in this episode and you've done several finger guns. Okay, because in my defense it's because I'm wearing fake eyelashes and I'm kind of scared one of them will fall off if I wink. (laughs) That would be really funny. That's just good content. (laughs) I'm just trying to be careful. Just uh, just leave them on some man's nightstand next to your service weapon. That's right. Honestly, I'm pretty sure I have done that with a one nightstand before. Just got into the moment, I was like, Ripping those bad boys off. <laughs> like, let's do this. I'm ready for action now. And just left them there as like a momentum. Like, oh, that's right. Yeah. Lindsay was here. Yeah. <laughs> here lies her $30 to four eyelashes. Yeah. Yep. We were talking about how women uh, leave stuff around all the, the time. Yeah. So, to round out the episode, combat comb over. And can you guess what our promo code is? You. He's asking you. Yeah. I have no clue. What word has been said the most <laughs> in reference to Mike? Penis? Uh, syphilis. Keep going. God, there's so many. I, <laughs> I, I, uh, I feel like we're going the opposite direction yeah. here. <laughs> and hold on. I'm, I'm going to stop the timer because it's about to go off. Yeah, yeah. We're having such a great time. There it is. And uh, cream pie. Cream Our promo pie. code we, for a real life cream <laughs> cream <laughs> I can't even talk. Promo code promo to code. enter into a real life adult website yeah. to save you money. Yeah, it's cream pie. To spend on condoms. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> the money you save, you could spend on condoms. Yeah, legitimately. Is cream pie, yeah. and um, so it's not just for dudes who want luxurious hair. For women who also need to tame flyaways mm, in their bun, absolutely. Mm, yes. So speaking of combat comeover, I know Dan. He uh, there's a lot of Dan's, a lot of mics around here. He had Very the idea. Cool names. For, I know. Yeah, we're all church going folk. He uh, he came up with the idea with EP Mike to do a blind date on our show, and I think we should do that. Oh yeah. What? Yeah. What? It was in the group chat. 
I don't read those things. I don't either. <laughs> I get like 57 I get fucking a lot DMs too. a minute. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But he, he did have a good idea to have. Especially when the group chats were mainly just EP Mike sending memes of mine that he recreated with his watermark over mine. <laughs> he watermarks his. I was just about to like, say. Like almost literally a picture of me. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, really, dude? Yeah, not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, he said he had a good idea in that um, we blindfold EP. We, yeah. put him, we put him in here. Then we parade in three, four girls, yeah. and he does blind dates on the show. Kind of like... Uh, that, you, you'd that listen show. to that, right? I would. Yeah, that exactly. sounds awesome. Yeah. Wait, like, so he asks them questions and then chooses one to go out on a date with afterwards? 100%, yes. Are they blindfolded as well? They'd have to be, right? <laughs> <laughs> Mike, I'm kidding. It's a joke. No, but I'm, no, I'm just no. thinking about all the trouble I would get in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. How's, what do you mean? Because yeah, I'd have like have like the like the rubber chicken like messing with them. Oh, you know? check, check, check. And, like, oh, yeah, here, yeah. like, would you mind taking you know EP Mike's hand and I hand like a wet sponge? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I'd... his hands are very sweaty. He's very nervous. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the best Japanese game show ever. <laughs> so yeah, I, I think we should do that. I think we should do it too. Yeah, I just wanted to put it out there to everybody to know that's in the. And ladies, if you would like to volunteer, that's it. Yeah. I will say this: if you're hot enough, I will pay for your airfare. Oh, for sure. I would say not even, I mean, hot enough is always great, but if you're willing enough to come do and make some funny content, I'll pay for your airfare. If you're willing within to do that. Within reason. Within reason. Yeah. If you're on a different continent, get over it. <laughs> but uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I think like the as many layovers as you have, right. like that constitutes the amount of cream pies that are going to happen. Jesus Christ. <laughs> like if you're coming from Okinawa and there's, I got to pay for three fucking layovers. Right. Because, you know, like, you have to fly from Okinawa to, like, Tokyo, mm -hmm. to Hawaii, mm -hmm. to San Francisco. Right, yeah. <laughs> Multiple to, cream to pies. To yeah. to Norfolk. Open up like, a bakery with all these cream pies. It's going to be at least five. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and we'll round up, too. Yeah. So we'll fair. just say a hard ten. <laughs> Preferred baker's dozen. <laughs> yeah, a baker's dozen. <laughs> and we'll just call it at that. There you go. Yeah, but no joke. Uh, if you are into uh, World War II things... <laughs> Uh, if you're one of those nerdy girls, yeah, I mean, you don't have to have sex with them. You just go on a date with them. Go yeah, out to dinner. I mean, go what's to the Chick point of going on a date whatever. if like you're not trying to have sex? I mean, that's up to him and his date. I mean, because realistically, you don't go out on a date with somebody that you don't at least possibly see potentially yourself having sex with. You know, I've done that before. hundred What? I know. I know. <laughs> you just shocked, but what? I've, I've gone out with people with zero intention or want to have sex with them. That's not a date though. That's just hanging out with a friend. Because I've gone out with girls, too, that I had zero interest of having sex That's with. That's a date. Either because, like, um, like I know somebody who dated them. They said right. they were fucking wackadoodle. Sure. Or mm -hmm. just because who they were as a human being. Like, they were, like, conceited or stuck up or right. whatever. Like, I don't care how hot you are. If you're stuck up, like, you're not getting the thickness. I say we let... <laughs> <laughs> they're not down with the thickness. No, they're not getting it. So, I say we let our guests decide. Does that yeah. constitute a date? That's a hard question. Because yeah. um, it's either going out to dinner with a friend or a date. Right, but and I think the hard line in the sand is like, is, is somebody getting sticky? I mean, you never know that answer anyway. Exactly. That's why you go on the date to figure it out. But if you already have in your mind, because flat out, I've seen plenty of girls on Tinder that are straight up like, I'm only here for free food. Right. Yeah. yeah. I don't care how hot you are. I'm not going to swipe right on you. Right. Like if you if you want free food, like become my friend, you know, and then be like, hey man, I'm a little short this week. Could you get me a burrito? Right. And I'm like, what kind? Yeah, exactly. Carne asada. <laughs> And just start dancing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mexican mariachi music is playing That's in right. my head. Yeah. It's very different than Peruvian for all you racists. 
<laughs> bunch all of our listeners are racist. <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, I think that if one per- and I think that's where, you know, the unfulfilled expectations being the definition of anger is if, you know, we set somebody up, whether it's EP Mike, me, Lindsay, you, whoever, mm-hmm. on a date, quote unquote, with somebody, and you had the expectation that, you know, maybe there might be some hand holding, you know, sure. like maybe, maybe, maybe a little bit of cuddling, you know, and she just winced. Uh, <laughs> don't touch me. I hate being touched by strangers. Right. Well, I think, well, I think everybody right does. Yeah. yeah. Like when a guy, like you first meet a guy and they're like, hey, and like, they take your hand and they hold it the whole time. That's it's weird. like, who the fuck are yeah. you? I'm your escort for the evening. Apparently. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, wrist lock. Yeah. She was one of those MA fucking wrist logs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but point being, though, is that, like, you know, you go out, you have some sort of expectation, whether it's, like, possibly a second date, eventually mm-hmm. smashing, whatever the case may be, but the girl or the guy already has it up in his mind that no matter how the fucking date goes, they're not going to have any sort of physical interaction with that person. Like, I don't think that's a date. I still think because, it's a date. Because, because, because if that's the case, then the other person's a douchebag. Well, no, how? I went on a date with a douchebag because you led me on with the expectation that there might be something. What if it was established beforehand? Like, I'm not looking to have sex with you or then whatever. Then it's not a date. Yeah. Then you're just hanging out. No, but I, so I, I say it to say this because I've gone out with girls before who I had zero interest in physically, but hanging out with them, I gained an interest through their personality and stuff. So you can go in there with zero expectations, but before you know it, it's Cream Pie City just because of good personality. So Oh, no, I, I completely agree with that because yeah. that's how I get the girls that are way out of my league. Right. Because I'm just like, hey, <laughs> like personality. <laughs> that Chris Farley charm is yeah. just knocking stuff over. Don't mind these love handles. That's right. Yeah. More <laughs> me to love. No, so I totally agree with that. Okay, well, that's what I mean by that. Yeah, because there's definitely been a, a a few rocket ships that I've hitched my wagon to. Right. Just purely out of, like... <laughs> no, like, when I first... Before I, before <laughs> I got... <laughs> before I got popular on social media and right. dating became much easier, mm-hmm. uh, which I only say that in the reference that, like, his guys inherently will just go after whatever they can. And, like, even if she's not the right fit for you, your buddy's like, yeah, you better not fuck that up. Like, you're not going to get a girl that hot. You better not let her go. Sure. Like, you you, know, like, you better not fuck this up. But nobody says, like, hey, does she treat you well? Right. And so guys will encourage their friends to think that just because she's physically attractive, she's desirable. Some of the most beautiful women I've ever fucking met have the ugliest hearts. That's deep. And it is. That's deep. And so... All social media, (laughs) all social media has done is kind of show me more of what I deserve and how I deserve to be treated. Sure. And certain girls will play games and make you feel bad about yourself and make you chase them to kind of like earn them in a certain way. But if you want to earn somebody, it should be through proving your character, Mm -hmm. not through playing games to appease their their ego. You know. Right. Right. So, you know that that being said, like I I completely agree with that. You you should have a certain expectation for yourself. But before I picked up on social media, like there was like a good hot minute there where all the girls I got with for like an entire year were just ones I met at volunteer events. Mm -hmm. I didn't pick up any girls from the bar. I was striking out, but I go to a volunteer event and some girl sees me holding a puppy or like playing with, you know, with a kid who has autism on a play set, you know, Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden fucking panty drop city. Exactly. You get soup kitchen, meet your wife. (laughs) She's homeless. That's fine. I got it. I got it. Legitimately. I started a soup kitchen up in uh, Quantico when I was stationed there. You told me that. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's good for you. And so, you know, doing big brother mentor programs, you know, I have like almost 300 hours logged at the local animal shelter. Yeah. And, you know, so, and then you have people that they think just because they work out they're you know, they're desirable or they're a good person, you know, that makes them better somehow. It does. Or, <laughs> <laughs> I 
And so he thinks I just want to knock you off your train right now. That's all I'm doing. <laughs> That's how it feels when I try and tell a story. It sucks. Oh, um secretly aroused right yeah, now. Yeah, I know. And it's getting hot in here, so I'm getting aggressive. So. Yeah, you're, like, yeah. you're a sur- turning a straight of purple. I know. I'm so dying. We'll, we'll wrap it up here. <laughs> for health concerns more than anything, yeah. <laughs> yes, Michael, you yeah. should wrap it up for health concerns. <laughs> fuck that. But the point being, though, is that like people think just because, oh, because a lot of guys want to fuck me, mm-hmm. that makes me desirable. I'm like, no, they just want to fuck you. Like, that Victoria's Secret model said it like, yeah, it's nice that men desire me, but men would fuck a McChicken sandwich. It's true. And so, like, don't let it go to your head. That's cheap, too. Yeah. And then so in, <laughs> in the same aspect, though, like, for, like, so, like, guys, you can't have this, like, mindset that, like, you should chase a girl just because she's physically attractive. Right, right. And, you know, that's that's not the definition of what of, like, a, uh, a good person is because looks fade, you know? Yeah. And, like, the Bible literally says that a righteous woman is worth her weight in gold. Because they're wasn't, hard to find. Wasn't that Game of Thrones? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So if you had to give any advice to uh, guys in the military as far as, like, pursuing females mm. in the military, now that I've had my Right, yeah, box, yeah, exactly, yeah, damn, know, man. Yeah. Counselor, the floor is yours. Oh, God, guys in the military, you fucking twats. Um, <laughs> <laughs> damn. Just be a good, per- be a good fucking person. Like, a lot of guys kind of show out around their friends, and that is, like, the number one turnoff for a woman so if you're at like define showing out oh like they think it's cute to act like douchebags around define their friends acting like a douchebag i want specifics <laughs> let me let me define acting like a douchebag in the military um so the, i was in an instance where a guy he did a keg stand and then started verbally abusing me but before that he was the kind of guy who would like text you in the morning and be like good morning beautiful and like all that Ooh. gay shit that girls love <laughs> and when he was around his friends that's how he acted he changed and that's such mm. a turn off like just be be a good fucking person be who you are all the time because no, you no, no, that's who he is like i, I think there was a very clear subject to this <laughs> like he gets off the cag saying he's like you like that you sack of shit <laughs> and then he thought he was talking to you but he's really talking to his boy behind you right <laughs> I, on, and i I genuinely believe he wasn't like that, like in in an actual aspect. Mm-hmm. But just be who you are all the time. Don't be one person for me and then be another person to your friends. Because why would you want to be friends with someone who doesn't know who you really are anyway? Like what's in your heart? I get that to an extent because like uh, we were talking about earlier, the customer that I had that her husband was a four star <laughs> I didn't say cream pie once around her. <laughs> I'm sure that was really difficult for you. <laughs> um, Putting on errands. Yeah, so you know, basically just changing who I was as a person uh, to be tactful in a professional setting. Sure. Like, and I get that because uh, you may act differently in different situations, but because you're wearing tan camouflage in the desert and woodland camouflage in the in the in the woods, doesn't mean that who you are as a person or your core, or your tactics that changes. But I do agree with the fact that if you are intentionally putting on a front to deceive someone to make them think that you're differently then that's fucked up yeah yeah agreed anything else before we get out of here i'm dying i'm sweating <laughs> to death it's hotter than a whore in church anyway. <laughs> it, really it really is, really uh, is. bye bye <laughs> <laughs> oh god